0: It's that time of the week again, the Friday four. Um, to be honest with you guys, I'm I'm quite uh, I'm finding it quite difficult to, to do it this week. I'm still I don't know if you can tell by my voice. I'm still not over last week at all. Uh, three and one, like we were the week before, to make it an overall six and two. There's guys who are famous and make careers of betting analysis and giving out tips, who shoot like 58%, not 75 But before we continue, and it is a weed thing, I mean, for the listeners who invest themselves into this and do back the Friday 4, we're all together. Before we continue and, and consider what we're doing this week, we really need to ask ourselves, are we really 6-2? Week 1, Cardiff and Wolves. Both teams to score. The game started 1 0. Steelers, Chargers, over 53. It cleared up by 10. Oklahoma, Texas, well, the, the, the bookies were just crazily wrong there, giving us the 78. That was just humorous, but it absolutely romped in. We needed the Browns to score over 20. There's a fumble on the line. Last week, West Ham to score two at home to Palace. It was nil all at half-time at a a buddy panicking. I told them they score second-half goals. This ended up getting three. It actually was annoying. It took took the fun out of it. Too easy. Um, The Packers bet, just funny. Just so guaranteed. Aaron Rodgers was always going to do that the week after his coach got sacked, and He did exactly as we said he would. The Leinster bet was like they knew... Knew, knew we had it, and that should be investigated. That that was like the players were on both sides were doing things deliberately. It was just the safest handicap I've ever seen. Cleveland Browns going to be over 47 points. 34 at halftime, need two touchdowns in the second half. And the Panthers collapse. They get a disallowed touchdown. Cam has a nightmare. They reject a field goal with three minutes to go for no reason. I had a buddy, actually, and I'm a superstitious guy, and if anyone believes in betting, I believe you should adopt superstition too. But I had a guy who texts me at halftime saying, oh, 7-1, congratulations, etc., etc. He's off the Christmas card list. That is just amateur. Never, ever celebrate before something's over. But yeah, no. Our six wins walked it. Our two losses, we got scanked. So, hopefully this week we can try our best. To make it a 4 0. And yeah, so, so so here we go. First off, we're doing a sport we haven't done yet NBA basketball. Um, tonight, well, at 10 past 12 in the morning, the Milwaukee Bucks travel to Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers, who are obviously, and as everyone predicted, have an appalling season since LeBron left, but they've won the last two home games, uh, beat the Knicks midweek, and beat the Wizards before that. At home, they're 5-10. They've also beaten the Rockets at home. They've beaten the Hornets at home. They only lost to the Timberwolves by 5. The top side. They only lost to the Raptors by 11. Which isn't disgraceful. Considering the Raptors are the informed team of the country. Um, If you all, mix up with the fact that the Bucks. Who are 18-9. But people are overrating them. They're 5-6 and six on the road. They lost their last away game. They've also lost to the Knicks and the Hornets. In the last three weeks away from home. They're just off the back. Of a defeat to the Indiana Pacers. And now they've travel 315 miles to Cleveland. Who, as I said, aren't playing badly at home. These two teams played on Tuesday, as happens in the NBA. Ridiculously, but it happens. Uh, and the Bucs won by 16. But in Milwaukee, Cavs were away. The travelling hadn't happened. The Cavs hadn't just beaten the Knicks. If you mix all this information, if you don't think that 16 is turning into like a 6 or a 7 or even a 4 or even tighter, even a debatable Cavs win, which I don't think will happen. But 10 is too much. To get the Cavs plus 10 in this game is ridiculous. Ballyroam boys' school wouldn't lose by 10 at home to the Milwaukee Bucks. It has to be taken, especially in the context of 5 and 6 on the road Bucks. Come on. We're locking that in. Uh, Second of all... Or the second bet... Premier League football. We normally do one weekly. It's been successful so far. Why change it? Um, And I also love this one. I think you guys will too. Um, We have Bournemouth... Travelling to Wolverhampton. A Bournemouth team... Who... Since their start of the season... Which was very impressive... Have been appalling. They haven't beaten... A team that has stayed with 11 men... For 90 minutes since the 1st of October... They've conceded two goals, at least, in five of their last six league games. The only one they didn't was a home 2-1 win over Huddersfield, who, let's be honest, we all are pretty sure are a rugby league team. Um, like You have to realise that these mid-table Premier League clubs, who when they start a season, you don't know if they're going to finish ninth or be in a relegation battle. It's not just like win, loss, win, loss, draw these teams go on 5 or 6 game runs that determines their season so Bournemouth have had a positive run which will ensure their safety but right now they're in a slide they've lost 5 of the last 6 you're just not allowed to talk about it because Eddie Howe is such a nice guy people will say oh yeah they're ninth on the away list they've only conceded 12 away goals in 7 games yeah but early on in the season they beat West Ham away They beat Watford and Fulham away, keeping clean sheets in both. Since then, shocking. Wolves, on the other hand, who, by the way, went on a very good run at the start of the season when they drew against City, beat West Ham, beat Burnley, drew against United, beat Southampton and beat Palace in a six-game stretch. Then started having their little slide. They lost to Huddersfield and Cardiff in back-to-back games. That's enough of a slide. Since then, they've recovered. They beat Chelsea at home and Newcastle away. This is going to be the start of something reminiscent of that previous six games I mentioned. They're on the cusp of, of picking up points quickly before they kind of have their little collapse again. Maybe the other side of the new year. The fact that we're getting them at basically evens, 19-20, at home to Bournemouth is ridiculous. They have a very good manager. They are some very good players. Bournemouth have just been, as I said, dreadful recently. It's a no-brainer. Wolves to beat Bournemouth at home it shouldn't be basically an even money bet it wouldn't happen one every two times for me it happens like three every four times maybe even in the current context four every five it has to be locked in we're going to union rugby union and like last week we're back in the leinster bath game um A lot of people are going to say back Leinster on the minus, minus 23 at home. They're so good. Bath conceded 35 points away to Wasps, which is absolutely humiliating. And that did occur. But with the weather and with the kind of, maybe the fact that Bath actually aren't as bad as we think we are. I don't love the minus 23. It could be a slow first half. What I do love is Leinster minus 12 in the second half. They always pull away. In these and Cup group games, like the 52-3 against Wasps in the first and Cup game, there were six second half tries by Leinster. How often do we see it? You're watching it, it's tight coming up to 40, 45. Then the eight-choice scrum half comes on, he snipes and goes under the posts. They start throwing on wingers who the last time you saw them was in a fucking under 15 C's game. You're like, Since when does does this guy play for Leinster? They always pull away, it gets silly, it gets stupid. All those corporates, kind of the camera going to those corporates on their fourth or fifth point. Leinster, Leinster. Like it's it's very consistent what happens. And the same thing will happen tomorrow. Leinster will start having a laugh from like 50 to 80. And they will comfortably win the second half by 12 points against a bad team who are going to be tired from defending. Just wrecked. It's a gorgeous bet. I love it. Leinster will win the second half minus 12. 10 to 11. Finally, we're going to NFL, and we're only doing one this week, so I don't love it. I don't even love this time of year. Um, a lot of playoff places decided. Some teams know there's no chance, some know they're, they're through. Some people are keeping things private until the playoffs. Some teams are kind of looking for a better draft pick. It's not, a, it's not a gorgeous time of the year to be backing, but there is one gorgeous market. The Patriots travel to the Steelers on Sunday night. The Steelers need to win. They need to win, or it looks like they might not get playoffs. The Pats don't need to win. They're, they're through, but they, they, of course, love to. They are 3-4 and four on the road, though. Um, they haven't been playing well away from home, but I just don't think we can, especially with the history of the fixture, back the Steelers to win. So that's why we're going to the points market. The over is 52.5. Three out of the last four times these teams have met the under has come in, but the, the the context is shady. I mean, the last one was 51, but I don't know if you all remember that game or watched it, but so many mental things occurred late on that game to stop points from being scored that it just won't be repeated. The Steelers' last four home games, 30, 52, 33, 41. The Pats' last five road games, 33, 27, 10 against the Titans can happen, and then 25 and 38. Two great quarterbacks under lights Sunday. I'm seeing a shootout. I'm seeing a high-scoring game, and I, I can't really call the winner. Could be the Steelers because they need it more. Could be the Pats because they always seem to break the Steelers' heart. But I love the over. There's going to be points. Two quarterbacks, two future Hall of Famers, relaxed guys who who know how to throw balls when it matters. Um, I love all four of them. Um, Cavs plus 10 against Milwaukee. Wolves to beat Bournemouth. Nothing, just straight-up beat Bournemouth in a game of football. Leinster to win the second half by 12, and over in Steelers-Patriots. Enjoy that. And while I have you, um, I've been informed by a few people, technology's not really my thing, I've been informed that if you don't have the iTunes, and you are, as I said, the graduate of like a non-fee-paying school, um, apparently it's just on this thing called podcast player that's available on on any sort of uh, phone, so don't worry about it. Just... Just... Just, just, just click in, and it will still be there. Uh, have a good weekend. A nice show.